0: I'm first funk. Don't have a stroke on this podcast. I can't. I, I can't. Why would you prefer that? I don't know. It feels more
1: like... Hello, this is Black by Reality Podcast, a place for Black by baddies and those who love us. I'm Nicole Weaver, your host, and today we're talking about, and just like that, season two, episode Four. and once again i'm here with my co-host Arami day hello hello what, what <laughs> but yeah. why not um this was a wild episode so why not start with all of the energy and
0: yes. antics <laughs> yes you know that we love it and uh, clearly the guys the people that end just like that they live for it too so yes absolutely what are your your first thoughts and reaction to this so now that miranda's back in new york i was like oh like we're gonna kind of get back to the beat of the first season not quite in second city but you know back to that and it felt like that for a second and then everything imploded and crumbled around itself and i was like okay um
1: yeah yeah, I thought it was a mix. I was like, oh, there's so many Sex in the City beats. Like, they're like, okay, we heard you guys and what you want. We're going to try and give you a little sex, like, dilemmas, then conversations, and and all of that. Um, And still, we got a little career stuff going on in this episode, which mm-hmm. I'm happy to see. So... As you guys know, we go beat by beat. Um, So, yeah, the first scene of this, Carrie has breakfast with Jackie, which was so surprising. I can't believe we're keeping this character along, honestly.
0: It makes no sense, especially because, like, the whole bit with Jackie is that, like, he got sick during the middle of brunch and went to poop or throw up or something. It was just very gross. And, like, (sighs) it was just a poop joke. And it would have been different if, like, obviously, like, I'm all for the diversification of the show and all that. But it doesn't make sense that him and Carrie would ever continue any type of relationship. And maybe if his wife had, like, actually made her something decent, there would have been a way to incorporate both of them. But it just seems mm-hmm. like oh, we don't know is to do this character, like, like let's, let's make him have lunch with Carrie. Like, it was. Yeah. It didn't feel yeah. obvious at all.
1: No. And, like. As we know, the best poop joke Sex and City ever did was in the first movie when Charlotte shared her pants. Yes. After that, we do not need any other poop joke. You can't top it. But the good thing that came out of this scene is that Enid, <laughs> Enid spots <laughs> Carrie, picks up her things, tries to sneak out, but then Carrie does a double take and was like, oh, Enid Perry. <laughs> So we're finally bringing back Vogue, something we both said should be acknowledged or somehow part of this. Turns out Enid was like, oh, you lost your husband? I lost my whole career. So yeah, (laughs) very interesting to
0: compare that. They booted Enid out of the Connie nasty building and probably smacked her in the face on her way out and told her to get the F out because she's an old bitty now. This is what Enid said. And I thought it was so funny because she was always very weird and stand office with Carrie and sex in the mm-hmm. city. And like her, like it's, it was just such an awkward thing when you see someone like you're like, I shouldn't be like, I just don't really want to. And she tries to do this weird like sneak thing. Um, But it doesn't work, obviously. They have this very awkward and uncomfortable conversation. I guess Carrie had asked her to, like, do a blurb for her book, for her new Mm -hmm. book about being a widow. And Mm -hmm. Eden was like, girl, if I talk about your book, I have to talk about everyone else's book. Because even though she's been voted from Condé Nash, she now has, like, a very popular newsletter. Anyway, it was just very awkward and uncomfortable. Um,
1: Yeah. 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 I kind of like this. I like that, like, the The fandom there's so many people who love Carrie and like idolize her for what she is to pop culture and the fashion and everything. But I love that actually in the show, like Carrie gets humbled repeatedly and this character is doing the, uh, the humbling. So we think like, um, and mentions that she's starting an online magazine, um, called Vivant for women of their age. She is very much lumping in Carrie, And um, Carrie thinks it's a job offer, but when she later talks to Seema, she was like, I got that old, okay? I like that Seema calls them sophomores, not seniors. (laughs) I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Um, But when Seema realizes who Carrie's actually talking about, Enid, she was like, oh, no, no, no. This This is when Seema puts on her career hat and was like, girl, get that money. Like, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about that money,
0: and I need you to. Exactly, and I think Seema is, like, the voice of reason here, because I would have felt a little bit offended, like Carrie did, because she's 50-something like in her early 50s, and Enid is, like, 70-plus, which is nothing wrong with that, but they're not the same generation. Like, they're not, like, not at all. Um, Like, Carrie's like, the end of Gen X, I think, or, like, and, and Enid's clearly a boomer, I believe. I want to, there's somewhere around that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think something like that. So she's just like, we're, like we're not, like, please. Um, but theme is like, no, like, see, at least see what the lady has to say. And I think that was an important thing for her. Because, like, obviously, like, Carrie doesn't see herself as a retiree. No, but as she said, like, publishing is really, really hard. Like, books aren't selling like they used to. And mm-hmm. though she's settled and has, like, the finances, especially because Big has died, Like You still want your work to be read and to mean something to people, so that's important.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Meanwhile, the parents of the show, well, everyone except for Miranda, so that's Charlotte, Harry, LTW, and Herbert, they're seeing their kids off to camp. Everyone's celebrating. Basically, Charlotte and Harry make it known that they're just going to go bone the whole time. Meanwhile, LTW and Herbert just Want to work, and like it's a very different Herbert than what we got just a few episodes ago.
0: But apparently, all they do is work, and that's that's fine. It was good to see them like kind of get rid of the kids for a second because I feel like they didn't really know what to do with the children. Um, And it was so funny. Like, obviously, Charlotte hasn't worked in like 20 years. So she's able to like, take off her mom hat for a second and just be like a wife, which she really revels in and like, loves that role. Mm -hmm. Um, But for LTW and Herbert, again, like, I don't know what they're trying to do with them. We still we know who LTW is. But again, we don't Mm -hmm. know who Herbert is. It doesn't really make sense. Um, but it's nice to see them also like as a couple versus like two people running around with these high power careers with their heads cut off, like trying to make sure their children have like clean underwear and shoes.
1: Yeah. Um, moving on to our queer characters, you know, Miranda, she is at home, she's sleeping on the couch, which yeah not surprising. I mean, I think with Miranda and Steve's roles they they always been a little reversed, so it feels right that Miranda's like, I- I'll pack up my things you can you can have the bedroom, but Steve apparently he's been working out. he's punching this bag shirtless he's looking good, looking good Steve looking good um, and Brady is miserable. he's in bed wearing counseling out sound headphones and he still hears everything, but you know what? They're going to therapy, mm-hmm.
0: so. I felt so bad for Miranda in this scene. Like she looks absolutely miserable. This is the life that she literally <sighs> ran away from. Mm-hmm. And she put herself exactly where she started but was like out Steve's friendship. And Steve's irate, like she's very angry when she has a right to be like, she blew up the life that they built mm-hmm. together. And they're kind of back in their apartment just for Brady, who's also like, yes, it's important to be there for him. But he's 18 years old. 18. Um, He's going to college. And I was kind of surprised. Like, maybe I'm just crazy and type A. But Miranda is, too. Like, I would have assumed that Miranda would, like, be, I guess she's not working, so being in a hotel would be a waste of finances. But I would have assumed that she, like. I don't know, it would be at an Airbnb or, like, a small studio, something like that. But like, yeah. I just feel like it felt uncomfortable Absolutely. being in that space. And, like, obviously, Brady wouldn't want to come out when, like, this was happening. Like, I would stay in my room too. It just felt like, ugh. Well, after that, Carrie, oh, something, something to mention about the Carrie
1: and Seema thing that we did not mention. Carrie keeps getting texts from mm. this man, silver-haired man named Marlon. And she's like, I don't know you, but then he drops that little birdie, gave her his, the
0: number, and it's just like... And this you're... is when you know that boomers are involved, because no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> A violation. No, but
0: it's true, because first of all, this yeah. man is somebody's grandpappy. Yeah. Like, grandpappy, he, you no, know, no, like, no. Carrie is not old. She's 50-something. She still looks good. She still dresses sickeningly. Why are you setting me up with this ARP
1: man? We do later find out it's Mitzi. I think it came from um, a good place. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and it wasn't supposed to be about love or anything. She was just like, look, this man is hung. Get in there, honey. Have some fun. And then yeah, but Carrie's like, first of all, Carrie can get her own. She just had a fine man in her bed. She's exactly, Fine,
0: being the opposite word.
1: Yes. Fine.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, my goodness. But, you know, Harry and Charlotte, they are fucking, it's feeling like the old days. And, um, you know, Charlotte's like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like you can finish on my chest. Um, he does. She's
0: sitting there like, where is it? Whoa. There's no baby batter on her. Tuket. There,
1: no, it's just pfft, dust. And so she talks about it with Charlotte, Carey, Anthony at lunch, which and I Miranda. loved. And Miranda, yes. Um, and it feels, it feels great. Um, Miranda, okay. First of all, the word uh jizz is used multiple times. Don't so know first it... bunk. <laughs>
0: like, don't have a stroke on his <laughs> I can't I, I can't why would you prefer that I don't know it feels more like versus like slimy I mean, don't barf <laughs> oh my god
1: okay well <laughs> just gonna try and get through this um, but yeah Miranda's like why is this an issue this which is so Miranda, and once again, Carrie's like, we should have known, because, like, what do you what?
0: mean?
1: And I was like, yo, I love Miranda. I love Miranda, because she was, like, a clean, a, a clean afterwards, like, Perfect. what are we complaining about? And Charlotte's like, that. Nah. Carrie says jizz maybe four times in the same sentence, but she was like, it's like an f- old friend or whatever, an annoying friend. I wouldn't miss it if it's gone. And it's like, okay, you took forever to get there, Carrie, but you finally said it. Um, And Anthony says that this whole situation is called dust balls. I have never
0: heard that term before. Never. So I was so confused because initially when uh, Charlotte and Harry had their interaction, I thought he faked an orgasm. Mm -hmm. That that was on my brain because I've never, I guess, you know, thank God we're still a little bit of youth. Like, I haven't had to deal with any dust balls in my day. Um, yeah. So like, I had no idea. But like, Charlotte, being Charlotte, like this is her new project. She's going to figure out what is wrong with her husband. Exactly. Her not there. Like so, she she's getting her research head on like, to figure out. Yeah. Things.
1: She loves a project, honey. Mm-hmm. That's
0: that's one thing. So yeah, that's what they're up
1: to. Meanwhile, Herbert and LTW they're having drinks. Um, he says. Now I am embarrassed because I'm not great at local politics. He talks about delaying his run for is it city controller or comp controller? Comp city comp controller city comp controller. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's like the kids are young, you know this might not be the time, and they're
0: like, yeah, we don't have any kids. Let's head back to work. Yeah. Um, additionally it's their 20 year anniversary so they're throwing a party mm-hmm. and herbert says that he was put in charge of the invitation and immediately no as soon as he said this no i knew some shit was about to go down
1: uh, and this is back to our first conversation about them why don't they both
0: have any assistance they have the money, obviously. If he's just like, "Boo, you want me to give you twenty five thousand dollars?"
1: Exactly. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't make sense.
1: Charlotte and Harry, they go to the doctor, and apparently Harry's um stuff is going to his bladder instead of mm-hmm. to his penis, and so he he has to do kegels,
0: which is like, I'm learning something new. I guess he has a poor pelvic floor. Like, I guess, you know, women, I don't know how it works. I know there's, like, a valve for men where, like, if they orgasm, like, it goes one way, and if they have to pee, it goes the other because it all comes out the same hole. We have two different holes, so we don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that. But I know if you have, like, a weak pelvic floor, if you give birth or something, you like, you'll pee standing up or you'll pee when you laugh. So maybe it's kind of, like, that muscle that
1: mm-hmm. turns this stuff
0: on and off just isn't mm-hmm. doing what it's supposed to do. So... Yeah, he still feels like he came, but there's just no, yeah, excitement afterward. But like yeah. you said, it was, it was like, oh, very cool, like little science project for us to all learn about. Totally. The sad fact
1: about um, the whole peeing, day, apparently that's a very American per- person, birthing person problem. Yeah, because in other countries, it's covered in health insurance to do aftercare and exercises where it keeps you from peeing. But here, that's usually not covered. Mm -hmm. People usually don't even know that exists. So for American women or people who give birth, we think that's
0: normal. This is why I encourage everyone who can afford to, to get a doula and a midwife, you can't afford to go to blackdouladirectory.com and Dove has Mm. scholarships for this. Like I'm actually really serious. The state of healthcare, especially for women, especially for black women in this country is horrific mm-hmm. um yeah if you can afford to please seek out your own pelvic floor health and anything else that you may need because these doctors don't know shit and they're gonna try to cut you open on the table and that's not we don't need to be having c if we don't need to have a C section either like right and this is why i wish remain child free because it's just way, way too much for me but for those who choose to be mothers for birthing people please seek as much information as you can and that's our yeah. psa for this episode
1: um next miranda steve and brady they're in therapy and brady claims you know what i'm over lisa you know that was a breakup but this whole this whole thing you guys got going on like are you separating or Mm not and like they're both playing dumb so they did not talk to this boy about anything and then he tries to push them to like just Say it. And Steve's like, Well, that's a private conversation between me and your mom. And it's like, Is it? Like, come on. And so finally, they say, Okay, we are separating. And the therapist is like, Yeah, maybe we need to make steps mm-hmm. for whatever is next instead of being in this limbo. Uh, Miranda offers to look for a new place because she is the one who initiated um, this whole thing, but Steve says not. Nah, he's going to find a place close to the bar. She thanks him. And then Brady lets slip. This is such a I feel like a divorce kid thing of like, you guys are so messy. I'm going to drop something in and, and maybe it'll go under the radar. Brady's like, oh, I'm going to go to college in the fall. And Miranda, <laughs> Brady knows his mama because he's like, You want to go off? And she's, she, we're at a point where sadly, I think Miranda feels like she doesn't have a lot of ground to stand on mm-hmm. with these two men. Um, But Miranda, you're still the mama.
0: Exactly. And I think for me, even though she heard Steve in this process, she had to choose herself. And it was important for her to choose herself. How she went about it—that wasn't necessarily great, but it was never going to be great. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like snatching him up by the the ends of his red hair, I don't condone violence, because sometimes kids need to be snatched up. Um, she like swallows it, and she's like, okay, and she's like in a tirade later on to carry about it. But it's also like, so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna lay up in your bed with airpods on your on your ears all day? don't have any sort of plan any sort of anything and of course Steve is just like okay so I'm like, do whatever you want which Steve and Miranda should have never been together like it's so clear it's so
1: it's so clear yeah I just wish like I like actually that she does just wait a second and like yeah, maybe vent to her, her friends instead of blowing up in the moment. But, yeah, just some follow-up questions. So what are you going to do instead? And, yeah, mm-hmm. have that communication open. That never happens, though. So, yeah. yeah, she does talk to Carrie, lets it all out. Um, But, yeah, and she says, yeah, I've been holding back because I'm the one who blew up our life. Um, They go to Che's new place. And Lyle opens the door. Now, I thought, oh, is Carrie going to start dating Lyle? Like, and then it gets really messy when, like, one couple's not doing well and and somehow these four people get more entrenched. I could not see
0: where this was actually going to go. I wish I could unsee where this actually went. Um, But you're absolutely right. So when they get there, there's this beautiful new apartment that Che's probably spending like $5,000 paying for a month um, because it is New York. And like, they've obviously left, I'm sure they had that old apartment that was grandfathered into rent some type of a way. But Lyle is there and Lyle has helped Che move back, drive back literally from LA to New York City, like bought all of their stuff, um, done all the things. And immediately Miranda's uncomfortable. So this is like the main thing. Like at first I thought like, oh like Carrie and Lau would have that thing but they're like on two different wavelengths. He's like a mm-hmm. mixologist and she's just like, you know, very New York. Mm-hmm. But Miranda's kind of like, okay, like Lau, why are you here? Like no, no one told Miranda any information. This is still Apparently, Che's like- husband. And this is like my point with Che. Che does not communicate. Yeah. I don't know what this is like is it that like
1: I don't know what it is like are we not saying the thing because you don't want to scare off Miranda are you trying to sneakily slip her into a poly situation like if so why like what's going on because you guys are not separated like how Miranda when Miranda first like brought this whole situation up um You know, Chase just claiming we didn't get to it because we're both lazy. Mm -hmm. Nah, you guys are like, literally like, in cahoots together, even in California. California to New York, y'all, y'all in each other's business. So, what? And so, okay, so Carrie's here. I love Carrie being the spectator of all of this (laughs) because chaos. She's such a straight woman she is such a straight <laughs> woman and it's very interesting to watch so later after you know I don't know what Miranda and Shay were trying to do in the bedroom like can you wait your friends your this friend New York it,
0: the apartment is as big as my hand and paper walls paper walls also but Miranda they're... you've done this last year to Carrie when she was literally recovering from surgery <gasps> <gasps> that's what
1: I was thinking too I was thinking that when they were all in the bed and I was like so are they gonna fully have sex while Lyle's sleeping right there? And this is like another Carrie situation. Is this gonna be their thing? Like, but no, no, it gets it gets worse. So they're all drinking out of paper cups and like in the bedroom, sitting on the bed. It does give college vibes. Someone makes a joke about college vibes, um, and basically Lyle reveals like, oh yeah, um, we. When we were married, had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was a threes a company situation. Um, this was after he cut Shay's hair um, for a show to a shag. Because He that used didn't to be a hairdresser. Exactly. In random in Beverly one, right? Hills. Yes. 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 And um, yeah, so it it gets to a point <laughs> that Carrie's like. This is too much because Lyle brings up that he got um, pegged for the first time. That's too much for Carrie. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you just said jizz four freaking times in a public place. This is a private room and you can't handle a cis man talking about being pegged. Like, that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. C-
0: Carrie randomly chooses one to be approved. And the other time she's fucking big in, in him and Natasha's house and then making her break her tooth or whatever. But (laughs) that's here Nor there. Carrie is like, you know what? there's no Versace here for me to rub my feet against, it's time for me to leave. And she takes her leave. She wishes her best friend to do. And maybe it's because it's also kind of involves Miranda, so it's a little bit uncomfortable. I really don't know. But she's like, I don't want to be here no more. And she (laughs) knows how to make (laughs) make her granddad say
1: I guess. It just feels like this is a situation where the queer person being Miranda is never gonna get like reciprocal like friendship out of mm. Carrie. If we're at lunch and we can talk about Charlotte's husband's jizz, but like if if pegging comes up and it's still like a straight man.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: like it's like, but it's too, it's not heteronormative that she has to she can, entirely she can leave. leave.
0: It's like, grow up. Grow up. So I think up. also like someone who can't even talk about vaginal dryness. So I don't even know if it's that. I think that she just, and I'm trying to think of like Sex and the City references or if they've just morphed her into like a very weird version of Charlotte. And I think maybe that's mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. I don't remember her being this like prudish in the Sex and the City series she likes to crack a joke which why didn't she just crack a joke about the
1: pegging you know maybe it wouldn't have been like totally tasteful but it's like no she couldn't even like deal with it and I was like this is dramatic as hell um but yeah so we learned about that past meanwhile The anniversary party is going on but there's only
0: like what six people there (laughs) so charlotte and harry show up um and they show up a little bit late and then uh herbert's mama is in there with her spank face her face is balls up um some random white man that'd be on every movie he was an alias the daddy from alias so they like show up and then lcw's daddy shows up and i was very delighted it was Lady Sings <gasps> of herself, themselves, Billy D. Williams. Like, it was sickening casting. It was iconic. Mm-hmm. But, so new. York, for it feels so new. York, York. They have 31 people uh, for this dinner. Like, they have 31 lobsters and all this. And there's just, like, six people there. Because, why? Why, Nicole? Why, why has this happened? Because
1: Herbert didn't press send on the invitations.
0: Awful. Like, just. And my thing is, it's such a ridiculous thing and such a mad thing to do because LCW was like, when they were trying to figure out what happened, she was like, Were you tracking the RSVPs? Because I think whatever they, they use, like the little post thingy, it will tell you how many people are, have RSVP'd or not. Um, so the only people that are there are people that they told verbally to come. Yeah. Um, just very bizarre.
1: It is, it is, but you know, everyone tries to put on their brave faces, try to except be there for... for this couple, except for the mama. <laughs> I want She's to awful. like this character.
0: She's I really awful. do,
1: but they're making it so hard for me to like they this character. They should have
0: had Diane Carroll play her, and she should have played her like, Not sorry Ooh. not Diane Carroll, they should have had... um I cannot think of her name. She was in *Eve's Bayou*. Lynn Whitfield. Did that Lynn mm. Whitfield play the character? Because she plays a similar character in *Greenleaf*. Lady May. She's a first lady of a church, and she's like very nice, nasty. But her mm-hmm. lines are iconic. Like, yes. Like but that's what yes. she yes. Mean, versus like this you lady do. just seems like very mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Marcus played by Victor Garber. He, apparently he owns a gallery and I knew exactly where this was going to go. He sits next to Charlotte. She's been so helpful to him all night. And. they can have a 10 year old son. That don't make no sense.
0: A 10 year old. 74 years young. Um, I guess you know Robert De Niro and um, no, and Al Pacino just had kids, and like no. hey,
1: we oh, should shit. not condone this by writing. He this. should have
0: said his grandson or something. yeah like, that would have made more sense.
1: but um, whatever. And you know Charlotte, she can relate with kids, so she's giving um advice on that. But at the end of the night, she's like, hey want to be my girl at the gallery. He does talk about like picking up phones and stuff and I'm like, "Ooh, you're you're making her start all the way from to the beginning. back." But I also don't know what else you do in a gallery. So, but she's like, "No, you know, I'm still focused on my kids." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, well, open invitation. I wish I can get an open invitation for a job."
0: Listen. I think Charlotte will come back around to this, obviously. She hasn't worked since Trey proposed to her in, like, 2003, <laughs> her first husband, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always, like, I I respect women to do whatever they want. But I always think it's so sad when women are so quick to leave the careers that they work so hard for, like, um, and I get it. Like, you know, if she wants to focus on her kids. They do need her because they're teens. But mm-hmm. then Rock and Lily are not, like, four years old either. No. So,
1: back to Che, Lyle, and Miranda. So Lyle passed out on the bed, and Che's like, oh, we can't make this man sleep on the broken couch. So he's just there now, and now Che and Miranda are also sleeping in the bed, but then all of a sudden Che wakes up horny and just starts, you know, rubbing up on Miranda. Miranda's like, oh my god, Lyle's right there, and she Ken says, like, this is giving college vibes, because sometimes in college, people be doing things in their dorm room, because they really got no other place. Um, but, yeah, so, it looks like they're going to move forward with it, and then Lyle's, Lyle's ass peeks up out of nowhere over Che's back, and is starting to get into it, and Miranda was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold
0: up. There's so many. Okay. First of all, if I'm Miranda and Che obviously sees her husband, still their husband legally, laying in the bed and they're like, oh, I'm not going to make him get up. I would have called Uber. Um, Hi, Uber, please come and collect me because, like, I haven't seen you and this is, again, Che only thinks about themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, but fine. Miranda lets that slide, which is very unlike Miranda. So, Miranda's already outside of their comfort, outside of her comfort zone. So, then they're, like, getting it on a little bit with Lyle sleeping. Miranda's still outside of her comfort zone. But then for this man to wake up and try to join in, and you could see Miranda's trying to, like, taper down her visceral reaction towards the situation. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, very upset for her, Mm -hmm. because... And I get it, like, threesomes, like, don't necessarily, no one talks about things and all that, but Miranda is so clearly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that, and Che's just kind of like, oh, are you, like, all right, but not really, I don't know, I hated it. Yeah, Yeah, Che, (laughs) once, once
1: they're like, is this okay? And Miranda was like, I need to think about it, and Miranda starts processing out loud, Che basically calls Miranda a party pooper and was like, you're making this sexy by talking about it. First of all, consent is sexy. Let's get that straight. Communication is sexy. Literally talking about the dynamics of a threesome, like who's penetrating who? Who's kissing mm-hmm. who? What aren't we going to do? That can be sexy. If you don't got it, if you don't got it to make that sexy, that's on you. Work on it. But it can absolutely be sexy. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of Che and Lyle trying to push Miranda's boundaries into this. And it just sounds like they're probably in cahoots about something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there's, like, an unsaid understanding between them because they've done this stuff before. But it sounds like it's two against one right now.
0: And And it's not even like... Again, and I'm not saying like Miranda has to, like, be dating Lyle also or know anything about him, but she was clearly uncomfortable when she opened the apartment door and he was there. Yeah. So I don't understand how this moved from one to zero so quickly. It just just made me, like, very much hate Chae even more, and I think it's because I find them to be a very selfish and self-centered individual, Mm -hmm. and I get it. Like, maybe, you know, they were a people pleaser or maybe, like really stepping into who they are has really like made them be like F all of y'all I'm tired of doing what everyone else and I get all of that mm-hmm. but it's starting to me to feel like it's at Miranda's expense like
1: this is it's ridiculous because I'm thinking so much about all the things Miranda gave up and that's her choice I think she gladly made those decisions because obviously something else was calling to her mm-hmm. but Shay doesn't seem to want to make any decisions or lose anything. And it's just trying to move around. Like everything's dandy when Miranda's like literally in therapy with her ex talking about a separation, like, Like, are they not talking about that? And if so, Miranda should, like, it would Mm -hmm. deepen their relationship and bring some more, like, emotional depth to it. The only emotions I remember in this relationship right now is all about Che and
0: what Che was going through with the freaking show. I think Miranda tiptoes around them, and I think that is going to be a huge thing. Like, she she tiptoes around Che because this is all new to her in so many Mm -hmm. ways, and she's afraid of losing Che. and Mm -hmm. I think Che uses that to their advantage, Mm -hmm. whether it's purposely or not. It just, I don't know, like, this whole scene felt very icky to me. I didn't care for it at all.
1: I didn't either. I'm really, I'm really turning the tide. I'm really... I'm really upset that this is like the first experience that Miranda's getting and especially like I can see Miranda actually being a little bit excited of like decentering men, cis men mm-hmm. from their um love life and then this happens. Like a man a man's there taking up space like
0: a man you force yourself to like not be crazy like all random was like oh like why is Lyle here like she didn't get upset really she was literally just trying to understand but it was clear that she didn't she just wanted her romantic reunion with Che like she wanted Carrie to say hi Mm -hmm. to Chay. you know Carrie exited stage left and she thought she was going to have this like sexy reunion evening and Mm -hmm. it did not turn out like that so she gets up like after getting like either she purposely got a Charlie horse or she actually got a Charlie horse I don't know but she Charlie horse so bad. The
1: deed.
0: It hurts so bad. I haven't had a Charlie horse since I was a kid, thank God. But I remember waking up in the, in the middle of the night screaming and my dad shoved a banana in my mouth like a potassium. But yeah, it's very painful. So she like stumbles out into the living room and like lays on the dilapidated couch.
1: And like she and this is the thing. The writers the writers are trying to confuse me or like confuse queer people in this because it would be so easy if Che was so clearly a selfish asshole all the time. Mm -hmm. But with this, even though Miranda's like, you guys can keep going. Che leaves, joins Miranda on the couch and like cuddles her and stuff. And it's like, Okay, here you're being supportive. Like there's always like a little crumb, and like, yeah, going back to your comparison with Carrie and Big, I think Che gives a little bit more sensitivity and compassion a to Miranda
0: than Carrie and Big
1: a thousand. Yeah, percent. yeah, but this is still trash.
0: Yeah, it's not yeah. at all. And I know that we're used to Steve being so loving and caring. Um, And even Harry, this just, just feels like, it, it's clear to see why someone like Che could string someone else along because they're like very manipulative mm-hmm. in a way. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes you feel like you're the crazy one. Yeah. Way. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I didn't like it.
1: This is like also just, it's still real. It's very real. And mm. it's, it's something that I think a lot of like baby gays or gays who remember them um, being in their first, like, relationship or anything, it's, like, especially with someone with more experience, um, fully relatable. But I think it's still Mm -hmm. something to um, keep in mind for the baby gays out there is, like, Your first person, yeah, you might have such high hopes. You're very excited and you just want to keep the thing going because you probably waited for however long for this experience. Um, But still don't, like, abandon yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Part of coming out is, like, accepting and loving yourself. And that also means when you find out, like, or figure out your partner's not like making you feel good or anything like don't abandon yourself
0: for like that experience
1: because queer love is beautiful Mm -hmm. um it when it's reciprocated and healthy
0: yes and even seeing Miranda try to process out loud was so sad to me because Mm -hmm. normally Miranda would be like 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 you said she's abandoning, abandoning herself in this situation and she was clearly uncomfortable Letting Lyle and Che continue, but like she just very much kind of carried her way out the room. Like, yeah, kind of-
1: yeah. I need the bold Miranda, the bitchy Miranda mm-hmm. who gave l- literally zero fucks. Zero fucks. Zero. She should only be leaning more into that with mm-hmm. age, and mm-hmm. somehow it's like becoming dulled. It's yeah. very weird. Um, yeah. Our last scene, though, is that Carrie goes to Enid's event. Um, apparently, it's more of a fundraising event. Gloria Steinem's there. <laughs> so everyone is excited about that. And um, Bitsy is there, too. She reveals that she gave Marlon that uh, number. She, like, sends an unsolicited dick pic to Carrie to be, That's like...
0: That's not attractive. It very much gives, like, girl, I'm, I'm saying. No, no. <laughs> she,
1: she, Carrie looked at her like during Gloria Steinem. Bitch, that's what we're doing. Um, and I liked when she, Carrie does talk to um Steinem and was just like, yeah, I'm starting to like battle my own ageism because mm. why do I want to separate myself so much from these like great women mm. in this room and like. Why can't I take this job writing for this audience? Um, so she has a change of heart. She goes up to Enid and you know Enid, she was like, Oh, Enid, I'll take that job. And Enid's like, I don't want you to work for me. I want your money. Yeah. You your husband died. She literally paints it as like you came into some money. Um Please you give me
0: some funding some funding for this startup.
1: So we're starting to talk about okay, if I give you some money, where can you put my book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this newsletter. Um, but then that gets interrupted because so Carrie took a picture of Gloria Stone and Enid. Enid, this is a very actually like young move. Enid's like, let me see these pictures before you post it anywhere because I've been done dirty. And then she slips to see a dick and Somehow, Enid immediately knows that's my man's stick. And why do you have my man's stick on the
0: phone? And Carrie tries to explain it away. She was like, first of all, Mitzi was trying to set us up. Like, I would never date nobody that damn old. And immediately, Enid is offended. And so she's like, hey, I would date no old Ma'am, you're 25 plus years older than year. me. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not trying to be ages, but it's facts. It's facts. Like, are you delusional? Like, are you? Yes. And also, ask your man why he is spreading dick to and fro across New York City. Why? Ask your man why Missy even had a picture of his dick. Exactly. Wild,
1: wild. Enid and Carrie are kind of one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> like they're both in very shameful circumstances. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's wild. It's wild. So in the end, um, and maybe it's a joke, but Carrie's like, oh, like, I'll give you some money now that your man's stickles on the phone. No, give her some money
0: because that book is going
1: into that newsletter, Carrie. And exactly. I don't want anything less.
0: <laughs> so she, I think she's going to give some money. And that's kind of like how the episode ends. One thing yeah. we didn't mention that I want to go back to Mm-hmm. Is that during this chaotic twenty-year anniversary between LTW and Herbert, um, Herbert's mother and LTW's father are going back and forth. Yeah, and basically, LTW's father is like all he cares about is money. Like he is just like mm-hmm. a uh, capitalist and blah blah blah. So after they've agreed that Herbert will not run for comptroller. LTW tells the entire room Well it's only six people It tells everyone that Herbert is actually going to run for comptroller Because he cares about the people of New York City And it's like why All of was this Jesus to, prove to yourself? your daddy something? Like y'all grown y'all So grown. remember when I said she about to have a black lady nervous breakdown And season? she gonna have it And she done bought it upon herself Cause why you told that man to run for office after the date Y'all agree not to Exactly. So, yeah,
1: that's the episode. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It felt in some ways like things returned to form. We got two wild um, sex circumstances. And, you know, I just hope Miranda opens up about her situation more because, does she really talk about the stuff that's going on with Shay with the other women?
0: No, and I wonder if if it's because there's no Samantha there who also had her own queer experience, or if it's because, like, she's kind of ashamed of, not at all her sexuality, but she's ashamed of, like, Blowing up her life. She's ashamed of like running behind Mm -hmm. um, someone who like seems very lukewarm about her in some ways. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if anyone's gonna call her out on it. Like, I feel like Charlotte always romanticizes the relationship. Carrie don't have no room to talk to nobody about nothing. So it would have been Samantha to be like, Chase leading you on. Like, she doesn't have anyone to check her. And maybe it'll be Naya, but Naya, who also wasn't in this episode at all, is also like, Her own,
1: yeah. So, really,
0: she needs Seema to do it, but she doesn't know Seema at all.
1: (laughs) Did we have a BB moment this uh, episode? A beautiful black moment.
0: Let's see. LTW always looks like kind of basically just watching Billy D. Williams walk into that room. Yo,
1: I couldn't contain contain an our most chaotic bisexual moment. of the episode I mean do we even really need to say it Um, mm-hmm. Che trying to get a threesome with their husband and their girlfriend Che needs to go just...
0: absolutely and like
1: yeah yeah
0: finally you you're mind? on my side
1: I I agree. I'm moving there more and more and after seeing Steve shirtless this episode I'm like if we're going to do a polycule then we both get to keep our husbands but yes it's 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 nice that we now have some queerness in this show but it still feels so separate Mm -hmm. from all of the sex and sex in the city or and just like that and it's like it can meld better. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be weirdly separate. Um. So, yeah. so good talking to you today. Yay. And thank you guys for joining us. Um, if you haven't, please like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Ring the little bell to get notifications. If you're listening to us, you know, rate us five stars if you can. And... Yeah, our recaps go up the morning after. So keep looking out for us. (laughs) Bye. Bye.